Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. This is Minister McMillan. I'm glad that you're tuning in. Praise God. Let's give the Lord some glory and praise this morning. Father, we give you all glory and honor, for you are the almighty God. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the maker and creator of this world, of everything. Man, woman, child, animal, plant, everything. And we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for watching over us and keeping us safe. We thank you for being a merciful and gracious Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us with the food on our tables, the homes that we live in, and all the things that you have provided for us, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask, Lord, that you go before us today and make all our crooked paths straight. We ask, Almighty God, that you lead us in this word today and edify our spirit and soul. And we ask, Lord, that we utilize this word in our lives and be a beacon unto others. Father, we thank you and praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are going to start again today. We are going to start in chapter 47 of Jeremiah. Now, remember, yesterday they were told not to go into Egypt. They went into Egypt even against the Lord's word, and everything that the Lord told them would happen, happened, okay? And he said only a few would come out of it. Only a few would escape. Now, we know pretty much who the few were, okay? Jeremiah went, okay, and some of the other prophets with him, and so we can pretty much assume that they came out. But all the others, <laughs> not so. Okay, so let's move on to 47. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet against the Philistines before that Pharaoh smote Gaza. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, water rise up out of the north and shall be an overflowing flood and shall overflow the land and all that is therein, the city and them that dwell therein. Then the men shall cry, and all the inhabitants of the land shall holler at the noise of the stamping of the hooves of his strong horses, at the rushing of his chariots, and all the rumbling of his wheels. The fathers shall not look back to their children for feebleness of hands, because of, the, because of the day that cometh to spoil all the Philistines and to cut off from Tyrus and Zidon every helper that remaineth. For the Lord will spoil the Philistines, the remnant of the country of Kaphtar. Baldness is come upon Gaza. Ashkelon is cut off with the remnant of their valley. How long wilt thou cut thyself? O thou sword of the Lord, how long will it be ere thou be quiet? Put up thyself into thy scabbard. Rest and be still. 
How can it be quiet, seeing the Lord have given it a charge against Ashkelon and against the seashore? There hath he appointed it. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to 48. So the Lord, is, it's not just them. You know, when the Lord gets tired of something, he don't just make an end to that particular situation. If there's more going on around it that's been going on, and he decides, you know, I've had enough of this and I had enough of that. Think about yourselves, your children of the Lord. When you get tired of something, right, you don't just make an end to that particular something. You start looking for other things to stop, to put an end to, because you've had enough of the whole thing. You're tired, right? Well, the Lord's the same way. He's like, all right, I done taken care of that. Now let me take care of this. <laughs> Let's move on to 48. Against Moab, thus say the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, woe unto Nebo, for it is spoil. Carithim is comforted and taken. Misgab is comforted and dismayed. They shall be no more praise, praise of Moab and Hishbon. They have devised evil against it. Come and let us cut it off from being a nation. Also, thou shalt be cut down, O madman. The sword shall pursue thee. A voice of crying shall be from Horam, spoiling and great destruction destruction. Moab is destroyed. Her little ones have caused a cry to be heard. For in the going up of Lu of Luhith, continual weeping shall go up. For in the going down of Horam Horam the enemies have heard a cry of destruction. Flee Save your lives and be like the health in the wilderness. For because thou hast trusted in thy works and in thy treasures, thou shalt also be taken, and Kishmash shall go forth into captivity with his priests and his princes together. Hmm. So you see, the Lord is making an end. He has had it. He's full of it all. Okay. Eight. And the spoils shall come upon every city. No city shall escape. The valley also shall perish. And the, and the plain shall be destroyed as the Lord hath spoken. Give wings unto Moab that it may flee and get away from the cities. Thereof shall be desolated without any to dwell therein. Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully, and cursed be he that keepeth back his sword from blood. Moab have been at ease from his youth, and he have settled on his lees, and have not been emptied from vessel to vessel. Neither have he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remain in him, 
and his scent is not changed. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will send unto him wanderers that shall cause him to wander, and shall empty his vessels and break their bottles. And Moab shall be ashamed of Chermosh, as the house of Israel was ashamed of Bethel, their confidence. How, say ye, we are mighty and strong men for war. Moab is spoiled and gone up out of her cities, and his chosen young men are gone down to the slaughter, saith the king, whose name is the, is the Lord of hosts. The calamity of Moab is near to come, and his affiliation had hastened fast. Now, Remember, even though Moab is constantly uh, joining up with the Amorites here and there, and they have been the enemies of the uh, Israelites, the Hebrews, for the longest. <laughs> Remember now, Moab is from, is part of the uh, tribe. Okay, they are, I won't say the tribe, let me correct that. Moab is part of Abraham's family. Remember, the child that was sent off into the, uh, sent off uh, from Abraham and Sarah was Ishmael, right? This is Ishmael's family. (laughs) So the Lord told them, he gave them the same strength that he gave to Abraham's family, the Israelites, right? So the Lord is cleaning up not just the Israelites and Judah. He's also cleaning up Ishmael's family because they have become proud and powerful. You see what I'm saying? And the Lord does not like what's going on there either. So he's going to break them down. All this is to teach them a lesson. Okay. Uh, 16. The calamity of Moab is near to come, and his affliction hastens fast. All ye that are about him, bemoan him. And all ye that know his name, say, How is the strong staff broken, and the beautiful rod? Thou daughter that doest inhabit Debon, come down from the, thy glory and sit in thirst for the spoiler of Moab shall come upon thee, and he shall destroy thy stronghold. O inhabitant of Aro, Aro, stand by the way and Eps ask him that fleeth and her that escapeth and say, what is done? Moab is confronted, for it is broken down, howled and cried. Tell ye, it is Aaron, that Moab is spoiled. Wow. And judgment is come upon the plain country, upon Holon and upon Jehaza, and upon Mitchbath and upon Debon, and upon Nebo, and upon Bethlehem, and upon Kerathim, and upon Beth-Agrim. 
Bethgamol, sorry, Bethamol, and upon Bethmeon, and upon Kareoth, and upon Bozrah, and upon all the cities of the land of Moab, far or near. The horn of Moab is cut off, and his arm is broken, saith the Lord. So you see, the Lord is going to clean house. He didn't just stop at the Israelites. He's cleaning house. Okay? Because they were all there. Moab was there when the commandments came down. Okay? They know the law. Their children was same as the Israelites' children. They were learning this. Just because they split and went their way, they still knew the law and was still teaching it. Okay? For was not Israel derision upon thee, and was he found among thieves? For since thou speakest to him, thou skippest for joy, O ye that dwell in Moab. Leave the cities and dwell in the rock, and be like the dove that maketh her nest in the sides of the whole mouth. We have heard the pride of Moab. He is exceedingly proud. His loftiness and his arrogantness and his pride and his haughtiness of his heart. You see, this is what I just said a few minutes ago. This is why he decided to put an end to it. I know his wrath, saith the Lord, but it shall not be so. His lies shall not so affect it. Mm. Therefore will I howl for Moab, and I will cry out for all Moab. My heart shall moan for the men of, uh, of Kerhereth. O vine of Sibma. I will weep for thee with the weeping of Jazer. Thy plants are gone over the sea, and they reach even to the sea of Jazer. The spoiler is fallen upon thy summer fruits and upon thy vintage. And joy and gladness is taken from the plentiful fields and from the land of Moab. And I have caused wine to fall. Mm. I have called wine I have caused wine to fall from the wine press. None shall tread with shouting. Their shouting shall be no shouting. For the cry of Hishbon, even unto Ele and even unto Jahaz, have they uttered their voice from Zoar even unto Horanan as an heifer of three years old. For the waters also of Nimrim shall be desolated. desolated. Moreover, I will cause to cease in Moab, saith the Lord, him that offereth in the high places, and him that burneth incense to his God. See? Now, what happened with Moab was Moab, even though they turned away from the Lord, they still practice it, but they practice it under their own God.
gods. They created gods. <laughs> See? All right, let's move on. Therefore, my heart shall sound for Moab like pipes, and my heart shall sound like pipes for the men of Kareth, because the riches that he hath gotten are perished. For every head shall be bald, and every beard clipped upon all the hands shall be cuttings, and upon the loins sackcloth. And there shall be lamination generally upon all the housetop of Moab, and in the streets thereof. For I have broken Moab like a vessel, wherein is no pleasure, saith the Lord. Mm, mm, mm. They shall howl, saying, How is it broken down? How hath Moab turned the back with shame? So shall Moab be a derision and a dismay to all them about him. Now, I want you to stop and think now. In this country, when the, um, when the, uh, um, just recently, when we had this plague break out all over the world, okay, everybody was closed up in their houses and had their masks on and, washing and scrubbing and carrying on. And there was a lot of places that were hit. Here in this country, New York City was hit hard. People were just dying left and right. Some of that was man's fault and some of it wasn't. <laughs> okay? <clears throat> when God is ready to clean up something, now I can tell you this because I myself lived in New York and New York is a beautiful place and it's it's very uh, productive but it's also very sinful as is many other uh, as is many other states but New York really has a reputation for it they had at one point in time, they had a street strictly for the, for the prostitution and derelicts and you name it. You could, anything you want, you can get. Even today, if you look hard enough, you still find it. Okay? So, when the Lord decides he's going to clean something up, it gets cleaned. And unfortunately, a lot of innocent people get swept up during the cleaning process. Okay. All right, let's move on. 38. There shall be lamination generally upon all the housetops of Moab and in the streets thereof. For I have broken Moab like a vessel wherein is no pleasure, saith the Lord. They shall howl, saying, How is it broken down? How hath Moab turned the backs with shame? So shall Moab be a derision and a dismay to all them about him. For thus saith the Lord, Behold, he shall fly as an eagle, and shall spread his wings over Moab. Kurishoth is taken, and the strongholds are surprised. And the mighty men's hearts in Moab 
at that day shall be as the hearts of a woman in her pains. And Moab shall be destroyed for being a people because he hath magnified himself against the Lord. See? Now, the Lord wouldn't have taken Moab out if they hadn't been doing things that weren't of the Lord. Just like the Israelites. See? So when the Lord does the sweeping, he does a sweeping. He does the cleaning. And he leaves no stone unturned. He that fleeth from the fear shall fall into the pit. And he that getteth up out of the pit shall be taken in the snare. For I will bring upon it, even upon Moab, the year of their visitation, saith the Lord. You see that word, visitation. When the Lord comes to visit, I said this the other day, there's only certain reasons why he comes to visit. Okay? In this instance, he came to destroy and clean. <laughs> okay. They that flee stood under the shadow of Hishbron because of the force. But a fire shall come forth out of Hishbron and a flame from the midst of Shihon and shall devour the corner of Moab and the crown of the head of the tubious ones, tumultuous ones, excuse me. Woe be unto thee, O Moab, the people of Chemosh, perish, for thy sons are taken captive and thy daughters captives. Yet will I bring again, yet will I bring again the captivity of Moab in the latter days, saith the Lord. Thus far is the judgment of Moab. So the Lord is telling them, I haven't even begun to punish Moab. Yeah. All right, let's move on to 49. Concerning the Amorites. Woo. See, the Lord is not playing. Clean and clean and clean, clean, clean. Clean. Concerning the Amorites. Thus saith the Lord, have Israel no sons? Hath he no hair? Why then doeth the king inherit Gad, and his people dwell in his cities? Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will cause an alarm of war to be heard in Rabbath of the Amorites. In Rabbath of the Amorites. Excuse me. Okay, I just want to say for a few seconds, um, you're going to probably hear some cars and people. We are out in the community today. And so, just so that you know, that's what the noise is. Okay? All right, let's move on. Um, let's go back to... Verse 2, Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will cause an alarm of war to be heard in Rabbah of the Amorites, and it shall be a desolate heap, and her daughters shall be burned with fire, 
then shall Israel be be hair unto them that were his hairs, saith the Lord. How, O Hishbon, for for Ai is spoiled. Yea, daughters of Rabbath, gird you with sackcloth, laminate, and run to and fro by the hinges. For their king shall go into captivity, and his priests and his princesses together. Wherefore glories thou in the valley, thy flowing valley, O backsliding daughter, that trust in her treasure, saying, Who shall come unto me? Behold, I will bring a fear upon thee, saith the Lord of hosts, for all those that be about thee, and ye shall be driven out every man right forth, and none shall gather up him that wandereth. And afterwards I will bring again the captivity of the children of Ammon, saith the Lord. Concerning Edom, <laughs> thus saith the Lord of hosts, Is wisdom no more in Tima? Is counsel perished from the prudent? Is their wisdom vanished? Flee ye, turn back, dwell deep, O inhabitants of Dedan, for I will bring the calamity of Issue upon him that time that I will visit him. Mm, mm, mm. If grass, if grape gatherers come to thee, would thee not leave some gleaning grapes? If thieves by night, they will destroy till they have enough. But I have made Isu bare. I have uncovered his secret places, and he shall not be able to hide himself. His seed is spoiled, and his brethren and his neighbors and he is not. Leave thy fatherless children. I will preserve them alive. And let thy widows trust in me. Hello, everyone. Hello, those of you out there condemning people who have children without husbands or men with children without wives. This is what how the Lord thinks about children that don't have support. Right here. And Edom was not was not someone that, you know, was looked upon as great. But they all live on top of each other. And remember I said the Lord is cleaning. But he's sparing the children. Notice that. Edom and his purpose that he hath pur purposed against the inhabitants of, of Teman. Surely the least of the flock shall draw them out. Surely he shall make their inhabitants desolate with them. The earth is moved at the noise of their fall, at the cry, the noise thereof was heard in the Red Sea. Behold, he shall come up and fly as an eagle and spread his wings over Bozrah. And at that day shall the heart of the mighty man of Edom and that day shall the heart of the mighty men of Edom be as the heart of a woman in her pangs. 
Concerning Damacus, Hathmoth is confounded, and Arpad, for they have heard the evil tidings, and they are faint-hearted. There is sorrow on the sea, and it cannot be quieted. Damacus is waxed feeble, and turneth herself to flee, and fear has seized on her. Anguish and sorrow has taken her as a woman in travail. How is the city of praise not left, the city of joy? Therefore, her young men shall fall in her streets, and all the men of war shall be cut off in that day, saith the Lord of hosts. And I will kindle a fire in the wall of Damascus, and it shall consume the places of Ben-Hadad. Concerning Kedar, the concerning the kingdom of Hasser, which Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon shall smite. Thus saith the Lord, Arise ye and go up to Kedar, and spoil the men of the east. Hmm. Their tents and their flocks shall they take away, and they shall take to themselves their curtains and all their vessels and their camels, and they shall cry unto them. Fear is on every side. Now, what did we say about fear? Fear is man's number one enemy. Fear will make you do things that you had not planned to do. That's why the Lord tells you to get control of yourself, to gird yourself, to not fear. Okay? Because this is what happens when people fear. They start running and screaming and hollering and they don't think and they start doing stuff that normally they wouldn't do. Okay, arise, get up, you, up unto the wealthy nation that dwelleth without care, saith the Lord, which have neither gate nor bar, and which dwell alone. And their, and their camels shall be a booty, and their multitude of their cattle a spoil. And I will scatter into all the winds them that are in the uttermost corners, and I will bring the calamity from all sides thereof, saith the Lord. And Hazar shall be a dwelling for dragons, and a desolation forever. There shall no man abide, there nor any son of man dwell in it. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet against Elam in the beginning of the reign of Zechariah, Zedekah uh, king of Judah saying thus saith the Lord of hosts behold I will break the bow of Elam the chief of their might and upon Elam will I bring the four winds from the four corners of heaven and will scatter them towards all those winds and there shall be no nation whether the outcasts of Elam shall not come for I will cause Elam to be dismayed before their enemies and before them that seek their life and I will bring evil upon them even my fierce anger saith the Lord and I will send the sword after them till I have consumed them never mind their enemies see the Lord's like they not they know it's going to come from me it's not coming from the enemies <laughs> now you can't fight against that there's nothing you could do with that. And believe me, today, 
you should know by now when something is coming from an enemy and when something is just happening and you can't figure out what it is, check it. Because I don't know why this is happening and where this is coming from. It can only be coming from one place. And a lot of people like to blame the adversary. But the adversary cannot come in unless you open the door and allow it. And the Lord will use the adversary to go after you because you did not listen. You did not pay attention. You weren't doing what you were supposed to be doing. And he'll allow him to take over and cause things to go awry and destruction to happen in your life. All right? All right, let's move on. 37. For I will cause alarm to be dismayed before their enemies and before them that seek their life, and I will bring evil upon them, even my fierce anger, saith the Lord. And I will send the sword after them till I have consumed them. And I will set my throne in alarm and will destroy from thence the king and the princes, saith the Lord. But it shall come to pass in the latter days, okay? Now in the latter days, that I will bring again the captive of the long, saith the Lord. Just like he will bring the children of Israel and Judah in the latter days. <clears throat> Chapter 50. The word that the Lord spanked against Babylon and against the land of the Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet. Declare ye among the nations and publish and set up a standard. Publish and conceal not, saith Babylon is taken, Bel is confounded, Miradash is broken in pieces, her idols are confounded. Her images are broken in pieces. For out of the north there cometh up a nation against her, which shall make her land desolate, and none shall dwell therein. They shall move, they shall depart, both man and beast. Now the Lord is now talking about the destruction of Babylon. Now even though... Even though the king of Babylon is his servant, he's doing what he told him to do. Remember now, he's not, he's not of the children of God. And he, is, he doesn't uh, believe uh, or follow the Lord's statues, right? Or the laws. But he does hear the Lord. He knows the Lord is speaking to him. But now the Lord is talking about his destruction, his land, the destruction of the Chaldeans. See, you go back to what we said earlier. What you do to someone else does come back to you, okay? Even though he is following what he was told by the Lord, he is not innocent himself, and for that, reason, destruction is coming unto him. Okay. 
In those days and in that time, saith the Lord, the children of Israel shall come, they and the children of Judah together, going and weeping, they shall go and seek the Lord their God. They shall ask the way of Zion with their faces thitherward, saying, Come and let us join ourselves to the Lord in a perpetual covenant that shall not be forgotten. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go away. They have turned them away on the mountains. Now, people, today we have shepherds in the fields with our people who are causing the people to go away because they are not teaching the truth. They are not preaching the truth. They have these big elaborate, and some don't, but many of them have big elaborate churches or buildings, and they're just not telling the people the truth. And they're not walking in the truth. They're not being good ex examples to their congregation. Okay? All right, let's move on. They have turned them away on the mountains, and they have gone from mountain to hill, and they have forgotten their resting place. All that found them have devoured them. And their adversary said, we, we often not, because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord, the hope of their fathers. Okay? So even then, they knew that they had gone astray. But again, they're looking at things like people look at things today. Well, what can I get? You know, am I in, is this going to give me more money? Am I going to uh, be able to buy more stuff? Can I move ahead? Uh, can I be like Johnny and Mary? And unfortunately, that is not what the Lord tells us. The Lord tells us to trust in him, right? Whatever we need, he will provide. So if the Lord's telling you to trust in him and whatever you need, he provide, then where should you be going when you need things? Even if there's something you want, where should you be going? Exactly. You should be going to the Lord asking him, not depending on man to provide your what you want or what you need. <clears throat> okay, let's move on. All that found them have devoured them and their adversaries say, we offend not because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitants of justice, even the Lord, the hope of their father. Remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans and be as he goes before the flock. For lo, I will raise the cause to come up against Babylon 
assembly of great nation from the north country, and they shall set themselves in array against her. From thence she shall be taken. Their arrows shall be as of mighty expert men. Now shall return in vain, none shall return in vain. And Chaldea shall be a spoil. All that spoil her shall be satisfied, saith the Lord, because ye will, ye were glad, because ye rejoiced. O ye, O ye, destroy, destroyers of my heritage, because ye are grown fat as the heifer, as grass and bellow as bulls. Your mother shall be sore confounded. She that bear you shall be ashamed. Behold, the highmost of the nations shall be of wilderness, a dry land and a desert. Hmm. The very thing that they did to Israel, the Lord is going to turn around and do to them. Because of the wrath of the Lord, it shall not be habited, but it shall be wholly desolate. Every one that goeth by Babylon shall be astonished and hiss at all her plagues. But you, but yourselves in array against Babylon, round about all ye that bend the bow and shoot at her. Spare no arrows, for she have sinned against the Lord. Shout against her round about. She have given her hand. Her foundations are fallen. Her walls are thrown down. For it is the vengeance of the Lord. It is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance upon her as she have done. Do unto her. See? See? There it is right there. In plain English, okay? For it is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance upon her as she have done, and do unto her as she did to them. <laughs> oh, my goodness, my goodness. All right, let's move on. 16. Cut off the sower from Babylon. And him that handleth the sickle in the time of harvest, for fear of the oppressing sword, they shall turn every one to his people, and they shall flee every one to his own land. Israel is a scattered sheep. The lion hath driven him away. First the king of Assyria hath devoured him. And the last, this Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, hath broken his bones. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land as I have punished the king of Assyria. And I will bring Israel again to his habitation, and he shall feed on Carmel and Bashan, and his soul shall be satisfied upon Mount Ephraim and Gilad. In those days and in that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought, shall be sought for, and there shall be none, and the sins of Judah, and there shall not be found, for I will pardon them whom I reserve. 
Go up again. Go up against the land of Mirathim. Even against... Go up against the land of Mirathim. Mirathim. Even against it and against the inhabitants of uh, Pekod. Waste and utter destroy after them, saith the Lord. And do according to all that I have commanded thee. A sound of battle is in the land, and the great destruction. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken? How is Babylon become a desolation among the nations? I have laid snare for thee, and thou art also taken, O Babylon, and thou wast not aware Thou art found and also caught, because thou hast striven against the Lord. The Lord have opened his armory and have brought forth the weapons of his indignation. For this is the work of the Lord God of hosts in the land of the Chaldeans. Come again, her from the uttermost border. Open her storehouses. Cast her up as heaps and destroy her utterly. Let nothing of her be left. Slay all her bullocks and let and slay all her bullocks. Let them go down to slaughter. Woe unto them, for their day is come, the time of their visitation. The voice of them that flee and escape out of the land of Babylon to declare in Zion the vengeance of the Lord our God, the vengeance of his, of his temple. Call together the archers against Babylon, all ye that bend the bow. Camp against it round about, and let none thereof escape. Recompense her according to her work, according to all that she hath done, and do unto her, for she hath been proud against the Lord, against the Holy One of Israel. <laughs> oh boy. Therefore shall her young men fall in the streets, and all her young men of war shall be cut off in that day, saith the Lord. Behold, I am against thee, O thou most proud, saith the Lord God of hosts. For thy day is come, the time that I will visit thee. Now, I don't know if any of y'all remember the Vietnam War, okay? We were not called to go into that war. All that was moolah, okay? And this is a known factor. But when you talk to the soldiers that went over there, they can tell you they were literally being wiped out. Our soldiers was dying left and right because they weren't over there for a righteous cause. It was a lie. And eventually, our, this country had to pull out. And the shame that, that, uh, that was behind the pulling out all over the world, it was like, shame on you. Because everyone knew it was it was known well it's the same thing here it's a shame situation 
And the Lord will come upon you when you're not doing right. And like I said, the innocent do end up dying because it's, they're the ones that's fighting, you see. It's not, it's not the powerful. It's not the ones that make the laws. It's not the one that says, go out there and you fight them for this country. No, it's not them. It's the innocent people that go out there to fight because they don't have a choice. You know, it's do that or go to jail. Especially during the Vietnam War, a lot of men went to jail. Uh, Muhammad Ali is a fine example. Uh, he refused to go. Okay, so you see this even now. Okay, let's move on. Therefore, shall her young men fall in the streets, and all her men of war shall be cut off in that day, saith the Lord. Behold, I am against thee, O thou most proud, saith the Lord God of hosts. For thy day is come, and the time that I will visit thee, and the most proud shall stumble and fall, and none shall rise him up. And I will kindle a fire in his cities, and it shall be devoured all about him. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the children of Israel and the children of Judah were oppressed together, and all that took their captives held them fast, and they refused to let them go. Their Redeemer is strong. The Lord of hosts is his name. And he shall thoroughly play, uh, plead their cause, that he may give rest to the land and disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. A sword is upon the Chaldeans, saith the Lord, and upon the inhabitants of Babylon, and upon her princes, and upon her wise men. A sword is upon the liars, and they shall die. Dope. A sword is upon her mighty men, and they shall be dismayed. A sword is upon their horses, and upon their chariots, and upon all the mangled people that are in the midst of her, and they shall become as women. A sword is upon her treasures, and they shall be robbed. A drought is upon her waters, and they shall be dried up, for it is the land of graven images, mm. and they are mad upon their idols. Therefore, the wild beasts of the desert with the wild beasts of the islands shall dwell there, and the owls shall dwell therein, and it shall be no more inhabited forever, forever. There's that word again forever let's you don't believe me go check it out see where the chaldeans are today where they're located today and see if that is not a desert if it is not what he said it is neither shall it be dwelt in for generation to generation as god overthrew sodom and gomorrah people go look at sodom and gomorrah today i just saw a. Uh, 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 I just saw a thing on television about uh, Sodom and Gabor. They were showing it, and it's just a heap. In fact, the uh, uh, the Arab, Arab government has it gated off where you can't even get to it. <laughs> so, 
Here. Know this. It's just what he said it is. And God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and the neighbored city thereof, said the Lord. So shall no man abide there, neither shall any son of the man dwell therein. Behold, a people shall come from the north and a great nation, and many kings shall be raised up from the coast of the earth, and they shall hold the bow and the lass, and they are cruel and will not show mercy. Their voice shall roar like the sea, and they shall ride upon horses, every one put in array, like a man to the battle against thee, O daughter of Babylon. The king of Babylon hath heard the report of them, and his hands that wax feeble against his his hands wax feeble. Anguish took hold of him, and pangs as of a woman in travail. Behold, he shall come up like a lion from the swelling of Jordan unto the habitation of the strong. But I will make them suddenly run away from her. And who is a chosen <laughs> and who is a chosen man that I may appoint over her? Huh. For who is like me? Come on now. And who will appoint me the time? And who is the shepherd that will stand before me? Mm. <laughs> Therefore, hear ye the counsel of the Lord that he hath taken against Babylon and his, and his purpose, that he hath proposed against the land of the Chaldeans. Surely the least of the flock shall draw them out. Surely he shall make their inhabitants desolate with him. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved, and the cry is heard among the nations. All right. <laughs> All righty, we're going to stop here. <clears throat> so you see, when the Lord said nothing has changed from today, from yesterday to today, it's the truth. Nothing has. People are still doing the same thing they were doing then. They're still doing it now. They're not listening. They're not paying attention to God. Okay? All right. We're going to leave off on Chapter 51. We'll pick that up tomorrow. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Uh, let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Almighty God, for this word that you have given us and for showing us, O oh Lord, the error of our ways. Father, we ask, Almighty God, that you go before us today, Lord, and help us to continue to understand your word and to utilize this word in our daily lives. Father, we thank you for this guidance. We thank you, Almighty God, for your love and your grace and your mercy upon us. Thank you, Lord. This we pray in Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Uh, if you would like to contact me, again, you can reach me at two different. One is my URL, which is anchor.fm slash right slash Linda 
L-I-N-D-A dash McMillan, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N 9. The other is McMillions, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S 75 at gmail.com. Now, I thank you all that have already uh, notified us, sent us emails, and uh, have contacted us. Thank you. We appreciate you um, sending us texts and messages. And continue. We appreciate that. Uh, those of you who uh, would like to sponsor us or donate, there are two buttons at the bottom of this page. Uh, feel free to uh Push on either button that you're interested in, and that information uh, will be given to you, okay? Uh, We appreciate your donations and your sponsorships again in advance. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay? This is Minister McMillan wishing everyone to have a blessed evening and good night.